Hello and welcome to Game of Thrones, an uninformed podcast. I'm DB and with me as always is Amy Shanker. Hi. And Jared Levin. What's up? Oh, by the way, one of the writers is also named DB. I noticed that. Yeah, I've been meaning to mention <laughs> that too. David Benioff or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if people thought like that was like we were being cute or something with like uh, DB. But I've let a few of my uh, names slip through. They know. Mostly from Amy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm, I can cut that one out. It's when it's like a good, it's a good like flow or something that I can't dig into the, the waveform and, and isolate it. That one's great. Yeah, all right. It's like Bran. They're not, they're not going to call him the three-eyed raven, you know? It's like, come on, you're broken, Crip. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> so uh, we all just got finished watching uh Game of Thrones Season 8, the last episode, the final episode ever. Uh, and of course, Amy and I, we've only seen this season and Jared has seen all of the episodes, uh, seasons one through eight and read all of the books. So um, I can't pronounce some of the names, apparently. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But you know what? We're close. I guess the anger she saw it was uninformed. Yeah. yeah. But I guess she was expecting a little bit a little bit more. I convinced her to do do another listen. Jessica, right? Is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, she's uninformed. Stefania or something. Uh, oh no! Yeah, yeah. We can Sorry keep... for getting your name messed up. We mispronounced her. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. It's Stephanie. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Uh, we're off to a good, a good roll. Yeah, we should start with one more correction. This one's been bugging me. Uh, last week, when I was talking about Macbeth, I said Macduff fought to become king. No, Macduff didn't become king. He fought on behalf of Malcolm. That's yeah. it. I thought that was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I did too. I was like, wait a minute. Isn't Shakespeare made the play so he could please Macduff's ancestor, who was the Stuart monarch? I had no idea about that. Wow. Well, we feel like idiots now. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Dude, you read history while you're stoned, man. I'm telling you. Jared's the expert on everything that we talk about. <laughs> we bring in, it doesn't matter if it's Game of Thrones or uh, 17th century Elizabethan plays. Jared's with with two us. people that have masters in the subject. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a college talk- dropout. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> oh, three man. degrees. <laughs> Oh man, it 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 it's it's awesome. So, uh, Amy, first reactions to I knew it. I called it. I tweeted it. <laughs> I did see the tweet. I said Daenerys is gonna die. Jon Snow is gonna kill her, and not so many words. But I said Daenerys is gonna die, and I thought Jon Snow would have the Iron Throne, but he didn't he, because he's gracious. Also, uh, they wouldn't give it to him. Yeah, that's right. After you kill the queen, it's kind of hard. Uh, without an army to then say, I'm going to be king. Well, I think that's called a checkmate. Uh, not when you kill a queen. Well, I've never played chess. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Jared, can you correct us on uh, uh, on our chess? I, I think I'm right on this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you got to go checkmate. That's when you, yeah, you got to get the, uh, the the king. But the queen is always the most powerful one on the board. Yeah, she can the move everywhere. doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they're trying to silence us in, here in America, because all the queens are... Getting too much freedom. That's why Alabama's like no abortions for you. <laughs> you want to take it, take the power back. Gotta take We're it back. taking it. So you did predict that. I guess I thought that Arya was going to um, to kill her, but 
I don't know. How did you feel about this? This I was sure John was going to kill her. He has to. But it could have been Arya. Dude, she had those crazy eyes too. Who Daenerys? Yeah, right at the end. Yeah, I know. It was awesome. I love. I miss Daenerys. It was power. Yeah, she was. Um, I mean, they were definitely invoking right, like uh, a a Nazi sort of speech that she gave, and she's you know barking, and there's just the organization of uh, you know all the people lined up and the uh, the banners and stuff like that. It uh, it was cool. Her hair, her braids. <laughs> Amy, did you notice her braids? They They're, were on look, point. Look, her hair's tonight. the best thing about her, but that's not a great thing to say. <laughs> but if the if those braids are the best thing about you, you're still doing something right. You're doing one thing right: your hair. And is she even doing it? It's, no. it's her her maids who we still haven't seen. And this was our first one of the first things we mentioned. Well, she lost her head. Oh, so it was. Uh, so that's the that's see that's a plot hole. Well, that's a Amy. plot hole. Uh, Masande was the one who was doing those braids, and Masande got her head cut off two weeks ago. Hmm. So who's doing the braids now? I don't think. Why it's do you Grey think Worm. it was Masande? Jared says it was. Yeah, because that was her like servant. Who else would it be? I mean, that's what she—that's what her job was. Servant, like translator or something. Oh, Masande's job was as a uh, a translator. I think. Yeah, I mean, she speaks lots of languages, and then I—I I assume she was like a made they never really specified either they never specified what Masande's role was yeah i mean i, I okay. assume she was like a maid or like you know a chamberlain you know uh so yeah apparently it was Masande who did the braids um maybe there was just a lot of hairspray aquanet or uh paul mitchell Ooh. aquanet what aquanet that was that's one of the cheap ones i get that to um put new handlebar grips on my bikes you spray the inside with Aquanet. Works. It's cheap. <laughs> and you can use it. It's good for flamethrowing because it's that old aerosol can. And you yeah. Like the, you take the lighter. Oh, that, that's so much fun. That's the way I do Dracaris. Dude, it sounds like we're sponsored by them. Hey, Aquanet. Yeah, this brought to you by Aquanet. <laughs> <laughs> Enter your promotional code right now. Uninformed as your password. What do they, do they call that? Embedded advertising or something? Yeah. I yeah, think we need to get we need to get a kickback from Aquanet for that because I don't I don't see many people using Aquanet anymore. I know I don't. My grandma used it. Okay, she's been dead for quite some time. It, that's interesting that you would even know that about your grandmother. <laughs> Why we up? used to I used to play at her little sink like her beauty area. So I'm not surprised Daenerys died. You called it at all. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I didn't find it a, a a surprise. I was surprised that they killed her off so early. Yeah, me too. I mean, it was like there was no real tension. It felt like or build up to it. Dude. Um, I think the whole season was a build up to it. Some might argue. <laughs> just a month and a half, or some could say like uh, you know going back eight years. But for us, yeah, it's only been just this season. <laughs> People, I can't wait. People are going to be so mad. <laughs> it's so difficult to say goodbye to these characters we've come to love over these last five and a half weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Oh, man. Yeah. I know. I, I, dude, it's great. I, I, I feel envious of you, honestly. Dude, the pacing has been bad this season, but the pacing on this episode was fucking horrible. Like these showrunners, I, I, I'm so pissed off right now. Okay, so I hear that a lot from um, the internet out there. 
Yeah, and the internet? Yeah, I know I sound like a soundboard. Ah, it's not like the box. So what in particular about this one uh, bothered you? I don't, it's it just like, it just kind of went like, I felt like, I felt like they were just, there was like very, the pacing was weird. Like, you know, it goes from Tyrion, then, then, you know, John just like walks in. Oh, I'm going to stab you. Okay. And then oh, two weeks later. All right. Uh, who's going to be the king? Oh, Bran, you're going to be the king. All right, cool. Hey, everybody. Oh, we got the small council going. And then, oh, hey, there goes John. There goes everybody. It's, I don't know. It really fucked It was just like two wrapped up in a bow. That shit made no. That shit was where the epi- I thought the episode was pretty cool and, and fun up until that point when they do the time jump, the fade to black. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then... They're going to write Star Wars, too, which makes sense, because that's the shitty writing you expect. Oh, yeah. That did feel very Star Wars, too, didn't it? Um, That's true. I don't know. I'm not the one. I'm not really big on shitting on these guys. I mean, God, they gave us, you know, again, the long night should have had more main character kills. Definitely. That that's the part that pissed me off the most. And then last week was really cool. I mean, they gave us a lot of great stuff. It is funny how everyone shits on these guys so much for like writing the worst episodes ever, but it's like you watched this for eight years. <laughs> That's like, true. Calm down. That's tr- <laughs> and they were they were the ones who were writing, doing. I think all of the writing from start to finish. And okay, so after season four, they didn't have George R. R. Martin's books to base it off of, but there were still plenty of episodes after that. That people loved, right? Was Hard Home after that? Well, Hard Battle Home of the was good. I mean, there was some gems, but so th- th- there there were some things they done in previous seasons where you're like, really, you're gonna do that? I'm like, all right, whatever. Okay. Like what? Oh, uh, okay. So there's this plot. Uh, so the Southern Kingdoms like called the Kingdom of Dorne. I don't know what the fuck he was doing, what they were planning, but they just it felt rushed. It was stupid. It was just like you know. It kind of ruined. It kind of made no sense. It didn't really belong there. You're like watching. You're like, oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the kingdom of Dorne. Okay. Uh oh. The the leader of Dorne's an idiot. Ah uh, ha ha. The Sand Snakes. These bastard women of the person assassinated. Oh, they're they're assassins. They got swords. Ah. And it's just fucking. And it, so it's par for the course. Yeah. I've heard this mentioned uh, other places too uh, when they talk about some of the weakest instances in the show all seem to center around the sand snakes which aren't even snakes i don't remember if we mentioned that on last week's show or not last episode we did we did okay yeah they turned out to be uh women characters not like the snakes from beetlejuice or something no um Hmm. should we uh do a recap and then just dive into all the nitty-gritty all right sure all right I didn't know you were waiting. I thought you were just going to do the recap. You never asked for my permission. You'd always just blah, blah, blah. But I like to give the illusion that I am, you know, so. Oh, but I read through you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's do a recap and then we'll dive in. We open on Tyrion surveying the damage and looking like he's wondering why he agreed to do season 8. A bloody, burned, nearly naked man passes by. This may be David Benioff after reading his Twitter feed following last week's episode. Tyrion solemnly surveys the damage at the Red Keep and descends into the basement, which is mostly collapsed. He finds Cersei's corpse buried beneath some rubble. He's weeping. 
probably because her death in Jamie's arms is a little too contrived, even for season 8. Arya approaches the Dothraki, of whom there seem to be a lot more than half, and Jon approaches the Red Keep as Drogon flies overhead. Daenerys emerges to look upon her conquest and address the Dothraki and the Unsullied. She's proud of them, and Drogon roars a few times. He's a good hype man. Daenerys makes Grey Worm commander of all her armies and says she's going to liberate the world, including Winterfell, which should come as a surprise to Jon. Her braids are on point this week. I think I'm with her. Tyrion approaches Daenerys from behind, and no one tries to stop him. She has worse security than Selena. Tyrion rejects his loyalty to Daenerys, but it's a little late for that anyway, considering that she knows he committed treason. Tyrion is loaded for bear with solemn looks this week. Arya tells Jon she doesn't think Sansa is going to be down with this turn of events. So along with having mastered assassination and the Temple of the Many-Faced Men, she's now also a master of the obvious. Jon visits Tyrion in his prison cell, and Tyrion gives Jon a rundown of his greatest hits. Jon, reinforcing his status as Game of Thrones' village idiot, tells Tyrion that he believes the war is over. Apparently, he's not a good listener because two scenes ago, Daenerys told us that she's going to free everyone from everything, which probably means a lot more war. Tyrion explains to Jon and Game of Thrones fans everywhere why they were stupid for lifting up Daenerys as a hero. She's still hot, though, and no amount of charred corpses will ever take that away from her. Tyrion is trying to convince Jon to kill Daenerys. Unclear how Jon got this private conversation with Tyrion, you'd think there'd be a lot of guards around or something. You know, maybe in case there was any talk about killing the Queen, but it's nice to see the Unsullied relying on the honor system in Season 8. Jon is upset with Daenerys, and she points out that he's done similar shit in the past. She tells Jon she's building a good world. She wants Jon to join her. He finally kisses her again, then kills her. Fuck you, Jon. I guess that makes you a hero? Drogon ain't happy, but he burns down the Iron Throne instead of Jon and flies off with Daenerys' corpse. After a fade to a commercial break, we open again on Tyrion, waiting to be executed. Grey Worm brings him before a gathering of main characters from past seasons, many of whose names I do not know. Tyrion tells them to choose a king. Some reality TV tension ensues until Edmure Tully rises to give a speech. Sansa cuts him off and tells him to sit his ass down, thereby quickly becoming my new favorite character. Tyrion says that stories unite people, so apparently he didn't see the reaction to last week's episode. Tyrion says that Bran should be king and that everyone but Sansa agrees because she wants the North to remain an independent kingdom. Bran names Tyrion his right-hand man. Grey Worm isn't happy, but nothing comes of it. Tyrion tells Jon he's going to be sent to the Night's Watch and won't be able to have land or a wife or children. Land is one thing, but no wife or children might make Jon a happy man. Jon asks if what they did was right. Tyrion says that no one is happy, which makes it a good compromise, and also a good description of Season 8. Jon says goodbye to Sansa, Arya, and Bran. Brienne sits at a desk and writes, wearing full armor. She's become Don Quixote. Tyrion arranges things at a table before Sam, Davos, and Bronn enter. They present him with George R.R. R. Martin's book and inform him that he's not mentioned in it, which makes for some light comedy. Perhaps this will all end on a freeze frame of everyone laughing. Jon reunites with Ghost, Arya sails away, and Sansa is Queen of the North. John and the Free Folk head beyond the wall and into the wilderness as credits roll.
Great job. <laughs> okay. I like now, the great job. Now, to end there. Now, <laughs> now I, I, feel, I, I feel like you're being insincere. <laughs> well, bye. <laughs> Your insecurities are speaking. <laughs> oh, they are. They are. They're screaming. They're always screaming at me. Nobody likes you. I liked that. Um, that. Um, the dragon took Daenerys' body. Yeah, <laughs> that, that that was cool. And then he's like, "Bye, bye." <laughs> what the fuck w- was going on with that, though? I mean, wait, c- c- just to take a few steps back, even before it takes her body, why does it just decide to burn the throne down and then not kill John? It's- because the th- because John is her blood, and he he so she can't kill he can't kill John. I think, and then also she destroyed. She destroyed the the dragon. Destroyed the throne because it is the root of all evil. I get that, yeah, but it's still okay. So, so she was like, "If I don't get the throne, no one gets the throne," and then it was gone. <laughs> oh, so it was sour grapes or something. Yeah, sour grapes. but now the dragon has enough high order thinking to be able to identify the symbol of. The carnage, at least the carnage in the sense of what it resulted in Daenerys dying, but not enough, as I was mentioning last week, that maybe torching an entire village full of innocent civilians is wrong. Now it because has higher order she's thinking. she's not under her control anymore. Now she's under the, she's not being told what she has to do by the person that she loves. Remember when Dinklage was saying that love is stronger than any common sense? Yeah, I like to forget that sappy line. Yeah, <laughs> It's true though. I've seen you do some dumb stuff like get married <laughs> yeah. twice on action. It's called duty. <laughs> yeah, it was more of a duty. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I I didn't really get it either. And by the way, that shot where the fire um goes right right near the throne, and you see like John getting like on the fire, it looks so fucking corny. Oh really? I, 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 I'm usually not so critical, but I don't know. I don't know what. I think you're sad that it's over, but you should be happy that it happened. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I know. You're right. It's like uh, <laughs> it's like leaving your parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did like the dragon stuff personally. I th- I thought you know those close ups of the dragon. We didn't mention it last week, uh, sadly, but the the shot where uh, Varys ah see no more Varys. I got the pronunciation right. Varys. Varys. Uh, he was the bald headed guy, the guy who was uh, torched. Uh, sentenced oh to death right, last right, right. Week. That shot of the darkness and then the dragon emerging out of the darkness last week, that was badass. So I guess if That's you're cool. comparing last week, that shot last week to this week, yeah, it was a little bit. Well, they had a they had a cool shot this week, too, when when uh, Daenerys walked uh, like to talk to the people and then the dragon spread its wings and it looked like she was like the dragon. That was a cool shot. Yes. Yeah, yeah I that like was that great. Shot. That was yeah. Good. I agree. Yeah, that one did did stick out. That was awesome. That was good. And that's before her big sort of, you know, Nazi-esque speech to her minions, which was that was that was cool too. I liked that. Like that was terrifying in a way and just really really got the point home. The just the twisting of the logic, like I'm going to set people free by destroying the, <laughs> everything they own, which is yeah, cool. and then telling them what is good and and yeah, it's just like wow, 
You're a dictator. Oh, by the way, what also confused me, too, is like right after she dies, I like how the Unsullied are like, all right, we're going to go to uh, Masande's island, see ya. And then they're like, oh, we can't let John free unless he joins the Night Watch. And then they're like, oh, they're leaving. Who cares? What was with the Night Watch? What was that whole situation? Okay. I don't even know. The Night's Watch um, is where John Snow's usually been most of the series. They're supposed to defend the the Seven Kingdoms from uh, the White Walkers. I don't know. It, it, oh, oh, by the way, there there was a shot of the Dothraki after uh, <laughs> after uh, they're leaving. They're just like hanging out in King's Landing. You know, hey, we're, we're just hanging out at the place we sacked and pillaged, <laughs> and, like nothing happened. Yeah, and those Dothraki, I didn't get a sense of it from earlier in the season. It wasn't until now. Like they are just a frenzy group man like they're just constantly they seem like totally unruly yeah in mean, most of the series they were until um yeah they're a dangerous group to even yeah. have on your side because then what do you do so in a way having seen the way the dothraki are here and seeing just how constantly just raring to go they are they're could be an argument made for Daenerys that what are you what are you gonna do with these people? You've got to constantly give them something to fight against, or else That's you're true. gonna have them just turn inward and end up like you want to live side by side with these people. I gotta give them something to do. No, they'll end up killing each other. Well, yeah, or the other c- citizens now that you're that you fought for. I mean, Daenerys seems to understand what it is she's dealing with, and you gotta. She's like, I mean, she's like a a rock star up on that uh, that stage, and if you don't give them what the audience wants, and in this case, it's you know fighting or battles, like it's gonna it's gonna turn ugly. Like it's like when uh, Axl Rose doesn't show up for a Guns N' Roses concert, and then they start trashing the stadium, you know. You got to give them what they want. They want war. She's got to give them something to do and try to do it for a good reason. They're going to end up getting fat like him. But this, well, that's what she was going to do with them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like in, in a sense, she kind of has a better understanding of the reality of things than this fantasy where we're going to stop and now everything's going to go okay. Like we can all She didn't. No, I don't think that she had a sense of that reality because she wasn't even thinking like that she was like this is my army they'll help me but they're not she's not thinking well what if when we're all done what do they do that's not she wasn't thinking about that don't tell me what Daenerys is thinking I have I have a, I feel I have a much stronger connection to Daenerys you're an idiot so is braids <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened with John man he's like yo I like those braids yeah look at what he had to kill her he did how did you like the way that he killed that he killed her. We've seen him resist kissing her um, this season since he discovered that she was his aunt. And now he gives her that hot, passionate, mouthy, tonguey kiss and then sticks mm-hmm. a knife in her. He had to do it that way. If he did it any other way up there, the dragon would have been on him in a second. Yeah, the dragon was like chilling like uh, a few towers away. It would have hurt him fighting. Well, he did come in yelling at her. Yeah, I don't know where the dragon was at that time. Well, I think he knows when mom and dad are just fighting versus like killing each <laughs> Apparently other. Apparently not. Apparently it doesn't. The dragon needs DCFS now. 
come take care of it. The dragon needs to become a ward of the state. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's probably going to go start turning tricks on the street or something. That's that's unfortunate. How long do dragons live? What a lonely life. Well, hundreds of years. Oh, that's not bad. How many years? <laughs> uh, hundreds of years. Oh, I thought you said a hundred. <laughs> no, like three. Like I think one lasted like three hundred or something. So he flies off, as uh, Amy, you were saying. So I guess he scoops up Daenerys and is taking her to. Where is he taking her? I think you're jealous of the dragon. Well, I don't. I don't want Daenerys dead. That's kind of that's fucked up. I don't want a dead corpse. That's weird. Well, but animals are different. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that they're not different, but I'm. But I don't like the the implication that I want. I'm, I'm not like Ted Bundy. I just think that you're jealous that he gets to spend time with her and you don't. I mean, I, these five weeks have been have been good, but you know, you always you always want more time. I think I think we're done here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what about um, if we? Uh, uh, <laughs> backtrack a little bit why is Tyrion allowed to even approach Daenerys where are her guards she knows that he's a traitor and she's standing alone giving this speech and he's just allowed to walk up and he was still working for her but she knew he he had be, be, become a traitor and let Jamie go. Did anybody else think that he was possibly he was possibly going to stab her there in front of everybody because he's like fuck it I'm gonna die. I it did cross my mind. I mean it's weird. Yeah, you're right. It is weird because he has taken a knife and like stabbed uh like killed people from behind. He saved Masande's life and Marine. But when uh. John and Daenerys were making out. I was like, is Arya going to kill them? Oh, when John is talking prior to this, so he kills Daenerys really after he's had this conversation with Tyrion. <laughs> Tyrion is now working to convince John that the right thing to do is to kill Daenerys. And John says, oh, no, she's done fighting. Now she's gotten the throne, so now she's done fighting. John was standing there when she was giving her speech, just like in the previous scene. Why doesn't he understand that she's talking about continuing going to war? And even mentioning Winterfell. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this I think guy? it's like the love is blinding type of thing. Like, yeah. he doesn't want to see it because he knows that if he sees it, then he has to kill her because you can't have that person. She was also speaking Valyrian too. She was speak. He's not familiar with the language, but yeah, I, I agree with the, the love thing. Sounds better. <laughs> so Daenerys is dead, and then we get uh, okay, right? Drogon isn't going to isn't going to kill um, Jon Snow. Maybe right as as Amy was saying because he has the Targaryen blood, and and I guess the dragons won't kill you if you have tr Targaryen blood. Is that right, uh, Jared? No, here's the thing, because there, there's another side story. I, they don't mention it in the show called the Dance of Dragons, where people, you know, members of the house Targaryen were riding dragons and killing each other. So I don't think that's entirely, you know, usually, usually they're kinder to the people with Targaryen blood, but 
I they've killed Targaryens in the past who could ride dragons. So it's the fact that the the Drogon no longer has a master and Drogon is going to now destroy the throne because that's what caused all this. It's not going to blame Jon and now it's just going to fly off and be on its own. Yes. I I wasn't sure either. Well, I I kind of like ambiguous stuff, but yeah. I mean, I, I guess that one didn't actually bother me. Really? I'm I'm surprised. I, I thought it was. It's kind of mysterious, but you know, it is a dragon and dragons are mysterious in and of themselves. So, yeah, that was cool. And maybe yeah, maybe it was it was destroying it because it resented having to do what it did last week. So that's kind of cool. I like that. I I like the destroying of the throne because then like, oh, I guess no one's getting the throne. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people expected that, right? No. I don't think so. That the throne would be destroyed? Yeah. I didn't think so. Well, it, I mean, it represents a lot of bad things, though. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I had thought that it was possible that even that that was even what Daenerys had intended with even destroying the city and destroying the Red Keep. It's a little surprised that the Iron Throne survived uh, the destruction. It's very convenient. Could have been destroyed last week, but then we wouldn't have gotten this very, you know, cinematic scene. But she always wanted to break the wheel. And maybe as uh, nihilistic as it is to kill a bunch of innocent people, but she had intended to destroy not just the city and the people, but the throne itself and just let everything go to shit and something better would emerge No, she out of wasn't. It. This all pe- purely came from selfishness. You're so full of shit right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. I was really You're thinking You're trying this to, last no, week. you just like Daenerys and it's pathetic. It's not pathetic. <laughs> You're making excuses for her. I'm just saying that you should put someone else in that situation and see if you still feel the same way. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to defend everything, but I am saying that there, the, the there was something cool about Daenerys' character, and that that could have been intended to do this. I think we learned that she didn't intend to do this, but she wanted the um uh the power. I don't know. I mean, she's still a little dismissive of the throne, even when she's telling John about what she had imagined it would look like when she was a kid, and now to see it up close and see just what a sort of diminutive throne it is and it did look much more diminutive in this episode than it did when we saw Cersei sitting on it because you know bereft of the uh, the the throne room and just a chair sitting out there in kind of in in the open air it doesn't look that impressive which I thought was pretty cool I mean well I mean honestly she was I think she was gonna end up killing a bunch of other people from the other parts of the kingdom as soon as what as soon as anyone says no it's like she'll kill him yeah yeah that's where we then do like this time jump right yeah it's it feels jumbled up if you know i i didn't i feel i felt like it felt kind of more rushed or whatever i don't know the pacing felt weird it was a big time jump after the fade to black. Oh, right. As we mentioned, this sort of Star Wars transition to uh, now we're at a later time and we see Tyrion being brought out. Uh, my first thought was, whoa, nobody realizes that uh, Daenerys is dead. But there was something off because it's sunlight and it's daylight out and it's no longer like snowing or whatever. Or I guess it was ashes. <laughs> we, this is like the worst, right? It's, can we all agree? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know why it, it drove me crazy. 
I just think it's really hard to wrap up eight years of this and like basically the last two or three episodes is what they're doing. So you can't expect to be, no one's going to be happy with this, but like they also, the people that are mad also don't want the show to be over. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, Now there is some issue with the fact that HBO offered them more episodes to wrap this all up in. And they said, no, we can do it in eight. I think it was 10 or 12 or something like they were offered more episodes, but even with more episodes, whenever you got to, they were going to do this part with some council underneath some, some tents. They bring Tyrion out. We think he's going to be uh, executed, but, uh, and, and still potentially is gray worm uh, wants him executed, but now they're going to you know, decide his fate um, maybe he shouldn't be killed. At least they point out that he's been a pretty bad advisor to uh, Daenerys. Uh, Grey Worm <laughs> doesn't want him to speak. And then Tyrion has this moment where he gets to explain to everybody. Uh, I felt like, one, he had just been told to be quiet because he's a prisoner now. Like Everyone's like, well, we'll just listen. But like it just seemed out of place. Yeah, dude, the Unsullied really pissed me off, especially Grey Worm. I was hoping they would kill him. You were hoping they would kill Grey Worm? Yeah, he annoyed me this episode a lot. Well, in the last episode, too. He, I was, re- I realized this episode and a little bit last episode that, you know, I gave Jamie uh, grief for being bad casting. I think Grey Worm is also bad casting. I don't understand why I, I, he's supposed to be a fearsome fighter of some kind he looks like and i realized last week that one of the things that bothers me is he has no chin and then (laughs) he doesn't like he's not fearsome in any way why don't they get somebody who's like a little bigger a little buffer to like kind of be like if he's gonna be like a main character and like this fearsome fighter get somebody a little bit you know bigger guy kind of looks like looks like me and that's unflattering Jon Snow's a big fighter, too, and he's not huge. Oh, but he's he's somehow fills out much more, right? Like, he looks... Maybe it's because they always give him, like, those broad, like, um, furs to wear, and that kind of makes him makes his shoulders look better. He looks more fearsome than Grey Worm by a lot. Yeah, hmm. I mean, Grey Worm's a eunuch, too. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, not in real life. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, yeah, not in real life. No, I know. I think in real life he's like a singer. But that's another thing too. You cut off somebody's testicles, and then they're they're not going to produce as much testosterone, and they're not going to be as fearsome. Are you? Have you not met me? Cut them off. I don't even have any to begin with. True. I'm much more fearsome than you. But a a woman is you're made this way, right? It's not like something was taken out. Right, but if your your body, your whole physiology is developed, or you know, for a certain in a certain way, and then you remove that, that's going to there thereafter totally affect just the the whole chem, biochemistry of of your your functioning, right? Yeah, I don't think any guys should be allowed to have their balls until they've been proven that they're good people. Maybe that's true. Well, the 
so for me, oh, no. I guess I guess <laughs> I, it was when I was fourteen that that it was decided that I was a good person, <laughs> and then everything went downhill from there. Yeah, I became, yeah, I became an big asshole. time. Yeah, yeah. I fooled everybody. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, no, because you don't have testicles, like saying that, oh, women aren't, aren't as fierce. No, it's just that this is a, a, a man who had his entire hormone system jacked up. And then that, that doesn't make it. That's like, that's why we cut them off of dogs. Partly why we cut them off of dogs is it makes them uh, mellower. They're better house pets, right? Mine's not. Yeah. Well, yours. Yeah. <laughs> We could do a podcast on, on yours. You're done. <laughs> we, in some cast. ways, we already have. We have enough content of that dog in the background to. I could release a bonus episode. It's two hours. Somebody and, seems Charles, upset. Charles, Charlie. Well, <laughs> well, it gets because I had to edit this shit. <laughs> well, I try to mute it when I'm not talking. Well, no, but that's easy. When you're not talking, is not the problem. I, I mute most of when when I any of us are not talking, I, I mute us. Like, that's easy to do. Mm. All right, well, let's, let's keep talking about this. <laughs> no, I want to I want to focus on this. We can get back to the... <laughs> who cares about Game of Thrones? Shit is over. Let's talk about it's the here over. and now. <laughs> the books are not out. The last two books didn't come out, so the show ended it. Oh, the books the books are never gonna come out. I think you should just give I, up. I agree. I've accepted that. The books can't come ago. out. Yeah, they can. Why do you say that? Because it's over. Well, maybe they'll come out. The idea is that yeah, he'll be able to finally finish his books. Um he is uh what you would call not a healthy man. And uh he says that. I always defend him. I'm like, he didn't he he can walk around, he doesn't sound like he had a stroke, so I think he's not, you know. He is kind oh of fat, though. <laughs> he seems like a good character. He seems like a fun guy to go out to a bar with. Just from his look, actually. I've never heard him say a word, but I, you can just look at that guy, and you're like, oh, man. You would, you can just picture him and walking into a Scottish pub and being like, oh, yeah, I want to buy this guy a pint and hear what he has to say. He's going to talk some crazy shit. And he's gonna have he some... does. <laughs> That's pretty much it, though. Yeah. Unfortunately, now we know it's mostly going to be about incest and uh, dragons. <laughs> but that's still pretty fun when you're at a bar having a beer. Yeah, it's true. true. Yeah. I'd be mm. down with that. So, okay, so, yeah, Tyrion is able to convince them all, like, oh, this is the, the way to go, and it's a happy ending because they're going to make Bran king. So none of us got this one right. No. No. I yeah. did not see that coming. It makes the most sense. I was closest because Tyrion is his right-hand man. Hey, what about that? All right. <laughs> you, get, you get a bronze medal? <laughs> I think it's more like silver. Oh, silver? Yeah, that's like second place. Iron. Yeah, you can make a skillet out of it. You know what? The thing about those skillets are, iron skillets, is you don't clean them, you know, with soap. You let the you let the juices soak into the iron. Helps with the flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so what do we think about Bran? Uh, is this a good decision? Is this a bad decision? Um, he is a three-eyed raven. I, I, I'm cool with it. I liked it. I came around on Bran. I thought he was a cool character, actually. You know, at the beginning, I didn't like him, but he, I am, he's kind of all right. He's cool. He takes a really long time to talk. He does. Kind of annoying. Which is a problem when you're trying to pack so much into uh, eight episodes. Right. Uh, You know, let's speed it up, Bran. Yeah, let's go, buddy. 
But yo, man, like Wise Kings, you know, he speaks slow. They're like, all right, dude, I got to listen to everything he says. Yeah, everything, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not so much. Did he make, we didn't even see him make any, like, wise decisions. Why are all these, uh, why is it okay? Because he's the keeper of the stories. He knows everything. Yes. No, he's not the keeper of the stories. Oh, well. You know who the keeper of the stories is? Fuck. Is Brienne, we find out. Jared, <laughs> what was the fucking deal? Okay, Brienne's the leader of the Kingsguard. When you're commander of the Kingsguard, uh, she was just finishing Jamie's bio- uh, biography on the Kingsguard. So whenever you're a Kingsguard, you have your, your, your uh, page, and whoever the commander is writes down, you know, Jamie Lannister got knighted by you know i forgot who was who he got knighted by so this is securing jamie's place in history as a great man yeah is that right what the fuck i thought he was a did he not rape his sister wait which sister cersei you know you know what's weird all right so they in this show they made it look like he raped his sister in the book he didn't rape him they just <laughs> fucked i thought i heard somewhere this past week that he raped her in front of somebody. Oh, in too. front of Jeff. Uh, you know, so you. I don't know if you know who King Joffrey is. He was like the. You know, uh, his dead body. They fucked in front of his dead body. Oh, okay. All right. And and you're saying that this wasn't rape? No. I mean. Okay. Alleged uh, on the show it was in the show definitely, but in the in the books it wasn't rape. Okay, well, we're sticking to the show for this because the show is the one that is now concluded and made Jamie a hero. Amy, this is a guy who is the one who made Bran um, uh, disabled by pushing him out of a window when he was a child because Bran walked in on him having sex with his sister, Cersei, and then later... Consensually. (laughs) And then later had raped his sister in front of the corpse of someone else, and Brienne had a fling with him one night after they fought off the dead, and he's now here. And he, by the way, he then went back to uh, save his sister. But first uh, of all, it wasn't a fling. He took her virginity. She's been in love with them forever. And like they said in the show, love is it makes you stupid. Now, has she been in love with Jamie for a long time, Jared? It is sounded that, is that like it. Yeah. 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 There was hints of it, but nobody thought they were going to actually fuck. Oh, wow. I did immediately. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck whisperer, Amy. <laughs> yep. So, and now she's, she's just uh, overcome with that uh, Jamie Dick and is going to write him into history as this uh, great hero. Hero. Yep. Okay. Well, you know, it's to conclude his Kingsguard page because every every member of the Kingsguard gets a knight of the Kingsguard gets their little bio. And when you write that into the Kingsguard page, do you have to be wearing all of your armor? That was fucking ridiculous. Why is she sitting at a desk in her armor writing in a book? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Fuck. To let the audience know that she's in the King's Guard. Oh, oh, she's the commander of the King's Guard. Oh, so she's aware of the cameras. This is like her way of breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Now you see why people um, <laughs> shit on the writer on the writers. 
<laughs> God, that blew my mind. I think more than anything else in this show was seeing her that? sitting. Yes. That. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Why? I just. Okay. Anyway. All right. So I thought it was that she was the one who we're supposed to understand has written the all of the story of Game of Thrones. But that, that was now sad. I can be forgiven for thinking that because then it's like a scene later where they bring in the book. <laughs> they bring in the oh my god! They bring in the book, the Song of Ice and Fire, and present it to Tyrion and tell him he's not in it. <laughs> and, and Amy, this is this is the book that George R. R. Martin wrote, right? Mm-hmm. So it's now like becoming meta that the book is in the show oh okay jared what the fuck was this dude this is like medieval (laughs) cancel culture with Tyrion. (laughs) but how do you as a fan react to the show now saying like i really we came so close to ending on the freeze frame of everybody laughing do you guys understand that i i do that pissed me off too (laughs) i i i didn't know why i was so annoyed when that happened when they brought in the book yeah, you have the book, and then just like you know, I'm just like I'm like, was that necessary? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I thought I don't, I don't know. It had to end like this. Everything ends like this. No, I disagree. Uh, now I never saw the end of some of these uh, other famous shows. I never saw the end of Breaking Bad. I never saw the end of Dexter. All right, Breaking um, Bad. I know you don't like it, but no. the way it ended was so like, all right, we're done. It was it was short, sweet, and we're like, all right, we're good. Okay, so it's more satisfying than this. Do you would you say that? Yeah, I a hundred percent. Okay, and for reasons also having to do with it didn't feel rushed at the end or anything like yeah. that, or there were rushed. definitely more episodes right per season with that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Amy, well, you you say that it has to end like this. What other shows come to mind for you where you thought the shows ended similar to this or better, worse? Um, Every show, let's see, Friends ended like this. (laughs) Um, Gilmore Girls was a lot like this. Let's see, what else? If Sesame Street ever ends, it'll be just like this. The list goes on. Friends. Uh, right. <laughs> how, how did I don't remember how Friends then? I mean, we could we could talk Seinfeld. Yeah, I know. I mean, Seinfeld, Seinfeld that, ended like this too. They were all together like and this. happy in jail. It did not end like this. Oh, Seinfeld. Please. Seinfeld. I mean, the last episodes weren't funny, but there was kind of interesting. <laughs> the last two, yeah. you know, and that that's kind of the unforgivable part is that it's like ugh, like you know. Uh, Alf did not end like this. Alf ended on a cliffhanger, which I always have appreciated. That's typical Alf. Well, he was surrounded by FBI agents. Oh, yeah. And then it was said to be continued. And then that was it. That's how he ended it? That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, because it didn't get picked up. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is kind of how, you know, season two of Twin Peaks ended. They ended on a big cliffhanger, but then it didn't get picked up. So then they were fucked until, you know, what, two years ago. And that's the one that I, I, I know. I don't want to keep bringing it up. But yeah, don't... that's an ending. That's a show ending season three that is exceptionally good because it's so unexpected and 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 leaves a lot out there to discuss but this one it's tying everything up 
Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, I don't. I I know none of you guys seen this one. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, the <laughs> shitty nine. It was like it was like a shitty nineties show. I like the way it ended. Okay, why? Wh- how did it end? And we should, because uh, g- we have no doubt a few listeners who are still in the middle of watching that. So this is a spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler for how did that Mortal end? Kombat fans that didn't watch in the nineties. The Filipino guy who was playing Kung Lao, Shao Kahn, is like. <laughs> you you know he he names everyone he's like god's dead your bodyguard the bodyguard's dead now the champion's dead and then he just beats him up and he's like <laughs> and then it ends all right i i see i'm with you on that 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 already sounds better than this yeah. they this just kind of goes around the around to everybody uh we get um john okay so he's going to be banished to where to the night's watch but here's okay. here's what's weird I, you know, I'm glad he, they had that line. Of, Wait, the Night's Watch still exists? And then when you see him at the end, it's like he's with the wildlings and they're like, all right, let's go beyond the wall. I'm like, I like how he got reunited with Ghost, by the way. But that was good. Uh, yeah, I yeah. did like that a lot. Who's the better pet owner now? <laughs> yeah, and they, they had the budget to show him petting him. That was really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what and, happened um, to his but- ear. You're the one who said that it got taken out in the uh, the long night. Yeah, it was oh. a long night. I gotta remind you of your own insights all the time. Call back. <laughs> Next time, I'm just gonna say I said that. You, you can't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I would doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, if you, if you, so in, if you're from the so the Night's Watch, it was like an honorable thing to be a part of the North treats it like an honorable position you if you're like a second born son you know you can't get land so you're like all right you'll guard the realm from the north uh but in the south uh below the north you know if you're a criminal rapist or something you're like you can either lose your head or you take the black so it's yeah so you get like exiled to be in the night's watch this is what I had understood to be too. The night, the watch is watching for the the White Walkers, yeah, right? And that's their purpose. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So this is supposed to be some sort of ending of consequence, where it's like, okay, there are John's also confused. Why would there still be a Night's Watch? And then it turns out there isn't a Night's Watch. They can just go live beyond the wall. Yeah, exactly. And it's a happy ending. Fucking dumb. Kinda, yeah. That is dumb. Because what I was expecting, I kind of understood some of this based on our conversations and not having gone back and watched any of our episodes, Amy. I didn't. I didn't. Fine. Uh, but I understood that like the show, from hearing other people, that the show opens the very first episode on the this night watch, right? And they're seeing a night wa- a white walker. Is that right, Jared? Yeah. Okay, so what I was thinking, I was like, okay, this is going to be kind of kind of interesting. They're going to end it like it is going to end on like a sour note because he's going to be at the Night's Watch and it's going to end right where the show started. Like you think you've destroyed the wheel. All of this shit happened and yet you didn't destroy all the White Walkers. They're going to see one and it's essentially just going to kind of end on the White Walker and then seeing each other and knowing this whole cycle begins again. Yeah. Why wouldn't it do that? I don't know. I, I, I guess it's supposed to be, I guess they're trying to go for an ambiguous ending. They're like, all right, well, hey, man, he's going to 
I don't. I, first of all, I didn't understand. John Snow, Snow was the only guy in the with in the Night's Watch who was walking with all the wildlings. But I guess he's like, all right. I guess we're gonna go to back to Hard Home or or to the Valley of the Thens or something, and uh, you know, create a new happy land with the wildlings in the land of always winter beyond the wall. Amy, how does that strike you? That he just got to go be free. Is that what it is, though? It, so the place in Hardhome? It's Hard a Home, sense was, of freedom. I guess so. Maybe Wanderlust. I I mean, it would be fine if they ended that instead of saying, you got to take the black, you know, be like, all right, you, you, you will live, you'll be condemned to live beyond the wall. Do we think that there are more White Walkers out there? Is that what we're left to presume? Like they're going out into the area where there are more, could be more White Walkers? I don't think so. The White Walkers existed before the Night King. Yeah, they did. I thought they were all killed, though. And that's been the problem with the show, because, like, in the books, the you know, we don't really, you know, we're not supposed to know. You know, there's mis- they're not led by the Night's King. The Night's King is a story that was told about, you know, uh, the one of the Lord Commanders of the Night's Watch, you know, falling in love with a White Walker woman and then, you know, turning into the... Nightwalker, and you know, it was just one of those like legends. So this is kind of a ambiguous happy ending. They're going to go, yeah, live. Amy, as you were saying, to be free, or you know, whatever, uh, or as you were saying, Jared Wanderlust. Now, one of the things that was part of John's punishment, though, is that he can't own land and he can't have a family or have children. Now, to me, I was like, I was scared because to me knowing how that works in game of thrones you can't have a family or have children do they cut off his testicles too oh no this this is westeros that that's more of an essos thing essos is the other continent that uh daenerys uh pretty much lived in till uh season seven you know so she was in that continent where all the dothraki and the unsullied are you know, oh, is that the one where it's like it, it looks a bit more like Egypt? Yeah, ancient Egypt. Oh, okay, more like Middle East, Egypt, Southern Europe. It's kind of like that. Amy, that was in uh, you would see that in Hard Home. That was an episode that uh, Shut I went up. back and what? You're so rude. Okay, so so they didn't they didn't uh, cut off his testicles. I was very I was very concerned. Uh, for John there. We do get him saying goodbye. I mean, you know, I don't know. After this whole, like, they elect the king and they're that whole stupid council uh, (laughs) with Tyrion. um, (laughs) It really should have ended just with showing the ridiculous shot of Brienne riding in in her full armor. And and then we do, like, the (laughs) wrap-up shit where it's just John saying goodbye to Arya, Sansa, Bran. Do we have any... Anything we want to say about that? Our Sansa is now queen of the north. Yeah, she's queen of the north. I mean, I'm okay with it. I mean, at least there's some closure. I thought that made sense that she would. That makes sense to me that she would be queen of the north, considering no one else is going to. But shouldn't it? Shouldn't it be incorporated into all of the kingdoms? Wasn't that what this was all about? Uniting everybody. Yeah, but she but she's been adamant. She's like the the North will be its own kingdom. It also kind of leaves it open if they do want to come back. If if who wants to come back? The writing, the the show. 
oh, <laughs> if if uh, if the writers want to come back, they're like, I like, miss it, because <laughs> they've been checked out since the end of season six. It sounds like so allegedly. Tell me about it. You guys are familiar with the end of The Sopranos. Did either of you watch that? No, I never mm-hmm. saw Sopranos. Well, because but you you've heard of like the uh, the ending of that one, like how it ambiguous it was. I don't know if maybe you guys are ever gonna want go back and watch it. No, uh, to spoil it. I'm, but I'm it was it was. Like, it. I, I don't think I'm gonna. See it. I mean, I even knew how it ended uh, before I watched it because I watched it you know much later. Um, but it was such a huge fun news story the way that they did that. But it was it was entirely ambiguous. It did not wrap everything up uh, the way that, you know, one would expect it to. And this one just, uh, did you guys feel like this went out with a bang or or that this to me felt like this just kind of, kind of just burned out with like a whimper to me, apart from the Daenerys scene, which was cool. I like that. At least there was something big that happened. I hate saying it, man. You know, I, I usually, you know, I've been really patient was, you know, I mean, there's, I haven't been as critical as many other people, you know? I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll enjoy it. But I don't know, man. This episode kind of bothered me. The pacing really <laughs> annoyed me. I felt like it was a whimper. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like action-packed and all that stuff, but... But I'm okay with that. I just want, you know, good pacing in the plot. Maybe it goes back to The Long Night, where it's just, it doesn't, it, it doesn't take the chances. It just kind of goes through the motions mostly it was a happy ending yeah because it was a happy ending even with killing off Daenerys because most people are like Amy who don't like Daenerys and fewer people are like I me don't who... like Daenerys she killed a lot of people and she's not only in it for herself but so have almost everybody else yeah they all suck though but you you, you like Jon Snow he's cute yeah, see? Uh, see? Do you see? see? Do you see what I'm doing? I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> well, I like Jon Snow too. I like I like Jon cool Snow TV. too. I think he's cool. I dislike Grey Worm. I mean, he. I I I cannot get past. I feel like that casting is like really really off. I felt like Jamie's casting was off too. Uh, although he's kind of weaselly and he looks like kind of weaselly, so maybe it was spot on. But Grey Worm is supposed to be this valiant warrior, please. Uh, that's 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 not happening. Uh, when Tyrion is talking with Jon Snow and having this conversation with with him, and there is some moment where Tyrion has to remind Jon that yeah, you've killed people too, right? That Jon has killed people for reasons that we might not like or consider to be just either. So what is the you know, supposed morality that he gets to have now in, in season eight, this is like, they're all brutal people, right? There's, I don't think anybody who escapes unscathed, which is all right, but it's, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's a good point, you know, to maybe counter Amy's like, well, he's cute. <laughs> oh, fuck you. You like Daenerys hair. <laughs> <laughs> but at least Daenerys goes all the way. Well, it's not just her hair. I mean, let's be. Stop talking. Let's be honest. This voice got really soft. <laughs> it's everything. She's got everything inside and out. <laughs> so the, sh- the show wraps up. Uh, we get John and-, and the free folk going out beyond the wall. Any final thoughts? I'm glad that we watched it. And now I know what everyone's talking about. And I called Daenerys death and I'm proud of myself for that 
That's pretty easy, though. You gotta say, in, in terms of predictions, that one's pretty pretty easy. That's pretty Why don't good. you go fuck yourself? Uh, <laughs> you didn't call it. <laughs> no, I think I did. I just said that Aria was gonna do it. Ugh. And I got the silver medal for who gets the Iron Throne. Well, there's no Iron Throne. There is no throne. Even though I was thinking that, I didn't voice it, but I was thinking yeah, that. Yeah, so I'm no sure. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Yeah. You're and a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, Jared, any final thoughts? Oh, dude. I don't know, man. I mean, it's over. It is over. I, I, I agree with you, Amy. I'm glad we watched it. I, I, was, I, I thought it was fun. It was it was a fun show. Mm-hmm. Fun show. I mean, I like the world and stuff. I mean, the 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 lore of the world is so interesting to me. And, and I think another thing to go out on is we're not we weren't here to hate uh, on the show, and certainly not the writers. I, I kind of like these 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 writers and all these showrunners, all the team. They went in to try to entertain you, and you cannot look back at episode three and episode five and say that you weren't entertained. You may not have liked the way things went, but whatever. It, they did they were trying really hard the petition thing is silly though oh my god it's silly oh yeah we gotta talk about beyond dumb get a grip we gotta talk about that in the wrap-up yeah well see that's why we need a wrap-up we gotta touch on all these things um for sure like yeah i want to talk about that that's my favorite part the petition i mean come on guys jeez yeah so, Amy, where can people find you if they want to find out more? At Amy Shanker on all social media, A-M-Y-S-H-A-N-K-E-R. Great. And, Jared, where can people find you? Oh, yeah, by the way, I saw your uh, post on uh, the punchline. If they follow me on Instagram, I saw you. They, uh, click like. Yeah. I'm going back. You know, you're going back. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll be at the punchline on June 12th. Nice. Fuck yeah. There you go. There you go, people. Pretty sweet. Uh, and you follow me uh, on Instagram at Diraj Nivelle and on Twitter, Jared Levin Lost. Awesome. And you can always find out more at bandcast.com. As we said, we'll do a final wrap-up show. It might not be uh, next Tuesday, but it'll be sometime in the next two weeks. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll give it more information there. So uh, thanks so much for listening. And... Uh, We'll be back with a wrap-up show soon. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night.